when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porn of the Footnotes. Now, ever since Belinda's first blink, so many of you have been in touch about the huge elephant in the room. Has our beautiful heroine ever had an STI check? Of course. I mean, has she had a wash? Has she had a shower? Yeah, let's <laughs> we start don't really basic. Know. Well, we're as concerned as you lot are. So we've enlisted the help of Aaron Chady. Hello. He Hello. Uh, now, you're a professional belinker. And a part-time genital enthusiast. Is that a fair <laughs> assessment? I think that's a pretty fair yeah? assessment, yes. Okay, good. Turn uh, that into a living as well as well. But no, really, you're a sexual health expert from 56 Dean Street, which is Europe's busiest sexual health clinic. Is that right? It is indeed. We get a lot of people through our doors. Well, you are the perfect person to talk to then. Yeah. You well, I don't know yet. I mean, I really don't know. Aaron's, Aaron's really on trial here. He showed us his credentials when he walked in. So. That's true. He came in clutching the credentials. It's got a watermark on it. It's got like a glow. On it, What's this? The, the the work pass. Yeah, yeah. This is how I get in and out. Yes, it's quite it's quite shiny. So you, you did show it like you, you know when people come to check the boiler and they're like, do you want to see to make sure I actually work? <laughs> Just to make sure. Yeah. That's good. It's good. To, I don't think any guests on footnotes have ever shown us their passes before. <laughs> and we great. really should have gotten to actually. Yeah, really yeah. should have. I think one's a fridge magnet, but we won't. <laughs> <go through. laughs> and that lanyard you've definitely made yourself, but you're here now. <laughs> so, Aaron, what does a day in the life of a health advisor entail? So, health advisors are people you generally see if there's a bit more of a need to kind of talk around the mental health stuff around sexual health oh. so we're there for when things get a bit harder in clinic and someone needs a little bit more tlc a little bit more support does it get quite sexy sometimes at work uh no <laughs> <laughs> not really um sexual health is not a very sexy topic no. for a lot of people so we thought we'd get you here to kind of address some of the stuff in the book mm. there's loads we want to grill you on but is there anything that immediately springs to mind for you anything that's been a cause for concern so yeah one thing a while ago that happened was when giselle was having that sex with the, the irish folk singers was it? oh yes oh. Um, the brothers yes yeah uh, it well. so yeah she ended up with a lot less hair Yes. Um, yeah, it all fell out, yeah. Yeah, so... He said it was a genital disease, didn't he? <laughs> Rocky <laughs> he said did, it was a genital disease. Yeah. Well, he might be onto something there, actually, because patchy alopecia is a sign of secondary syphilis. No. no. Yes, oh, indeed. Oh, so it's quite was, a rare so he thing. Right. You underestimate Rocky. He's done some research <gasps> somewhere. I mean, he hasn't, but... Yeah. <laughs> So what, your hair falls out in patches? Yeah, so they regard it as being kind of like a moth-beaten effect. That That's a horror kind of what literally what Giselle has. Oh, really? Well, there we go. I've never wanted to give him too much credit, though. He claimed that the condition was 
related to whether it was good sex or bad sex. That's not yeah. true, right? <laughs> well, absolutely not. <laughs> no. in, in your opinion. No, I don't think that's necessarily it. Uh, but, you know, that is one thing that's come out in the books and he's he's actually been onto something there. It's syphilis old school. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it reminds me of like Henry VIII or something. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, it's recently seen a huge rise. Um, we've in got the highest rate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in a way, yeah. This is huge at the minute, guys. It's back on the scene. <laughs> the must-have um, accessory of 2018. <laughs> the highest rates of syphilis we've had since World War II, I believe. No wow. way. Um, it's mostly common in gay and bisexual men. Uh, but let's not make assumptions about the Irish folk singers. No, you let's know, not. They obviously mm. could have passed it on to her. So. Also, your symptoms don't start while you're no, having sex. No, no, probably not. <laughs> Yeah. That would be a bit too soon. It takes a while for secondary syphilis to occur. You've got to go through the primary stages first. So. Yeah, yeah. Asking for a friend, what are the primary symptoms? <laughs> There's a painless ulcer. We call it a shanker. That usually appears in the genital area. So it looks very unusual. So you'd know. Yeah, you would know, but you might not feel it. That's the thing. So because it's painless, it can be in areas that you don't know about and you might not notice it. So... It could potentially progress at that stage. When you mm. say we call it a shanker, do you mean like me and the lads at the clinic? Like, is that your nickname or is that the technical name? That, that is the technical oh, name okay. for it, yes. You could be onto something. I feel like she's okay. Like, I feel like Giselle would notice if she had the... A, was shanker. It, a, a shanker. I think she's quite, yeah, well-groomed, Giselle. She, I think she knows her body well. How do you get tested for such things? Uh, syphilis you test for uh, by doing a blood test. So by looking go- down and seeing if you've got a shanker. <laughs> that, that is one way of doing it. But again, like we said, people might miss it. So yeah, you can do it by blood test at a clinic. It's relatively easily done. Why are you looking at Alice the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the UK's most famous bisexual man. So. <laughs> and I always have a problem with when food gets in Belinda's vagina. Or yeah. she gets the spaghetti bolognese was a uh, real Her point. vagina, her choice, James. Sorry that you've got a problem with it. <laughs> I just don't think it can be totally healthy. I'm thinking yeast infection, is that correct? Uh, there's, there's definitely links, yes. Obviously, with food, you've got to be really careful. What goes in must come out or be cleaned. <laughs> oh. It's something to consider. Sources also are quite oily, so if you're using condoms, they're going to degrade condoms. If you think about all that olive oil, potentially in a spaghetti sauce. Yeah, um, right. And yeah, it's a hotbed for bacteria, all the sugar in the tomatoes and things like that. So yeah. her risk oh of something goodness. like BV might be much more increased. What's BV? Bacterial vaginosis. James. Oh, I thought it was bolognese vaginosis. <laughs> <laughs> Could be oh, that too. She's got bolognese. A classic case of the bolognese. Bacterial vaginosis. Oh God, what are the symptoms? Uh, it's a bacterial infection. Before, uh, you'd be very unlucky to get it, I think, James. It's much more common in fever. <laughs> I think you're safe. <laughs> it's a little clue in the title. Yeah. The darling. <laughs> Not for me, for a friend. Point at it. But yeah, all of this food during sex is definitely, you know, increases the risk of stuff like that. Uh, so if you are going to use it, you want to make sure that you can get it out easily. It's probably not worth putting it in your vagina, probably more worth Next um, a bit it. on the vulva, maybe. Just a little bit of spaghetti on the vulva. Just a little bit of spaghetti on the vulva. The what goes in must come out. That's just kind of a good... I mean, it's common sense, rule, really, isn't it? It is. Thumb, yeah. Yeah. But you hear all these horror stories of people finding, like, vegetables up there no. and having to go to A&E and things. <laughs> finding? I'm mean, sure they knew they went <laughs> up there at one point. There. Do you mean they didn't know and there's a radish all of a sudden? <laughs> baby sweet corn. Wife. Well, baby off- sweet corn, you'd probably be fine. <laughs> They often might say that they didn't know, um, but I think oh, okay. the reality is that they yeah. probably did. This is what I want. How many people just blatantly lie about having stuff up there? Because obviously they know how it got there. Yeah, mm. it's not like finding a Malteser down the sofa, is it? Like, <laughs> you're going to feel it. Uh, apparently quite a common one I hear from my colleagues in A&E is grapes. Um, oh. Yeah. Why? So I don't... Uh, apparently they just might feel nice. They've got a good firmness to them. But again, they can really easily be lost up there. 
and people find and grapes turn into a raisin. Well, very sugary, James. I mean, <laughs> the bolognese on that, it'd be right. Like a whole bunch or individual ones? Because you could pull out the bunch and then all the grapes would be gone. <laughs> Just a huge stalk. <laughs> You'd have to be careful, wouldn't you? You'd have to remember how many. It'd probably be a lot harder to insert them with the stalks on. Yeah, but... exactly. Impressed. Mm. Um, and there was also, was it, was it last week, two weeks ago, there was the Taramix flute. Uh, smoke and vaginas. We got a lot of feedback about how that is not safe. The kind of hot box situation. Yeah, I mean, I've had questions about how physically it was possible for mm. starts. Mm. Well. Um, but yeah, I, I found myself Googling uh, at this behest uh, whether there was any like research on smoke up people's vaginas. And strangely enough, there wasn't very much to find. <laughs> You're the only person that could do that on a work computer and it'd be okay. Yeah. It still yes. makes you question your life choices when you find yourself doing that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, there wasn't much um, and all I could find was related to actual smoking and, you know, increasing the risk of, again, things like BV. What, um, smoking a cigarette down there? Well, just smoke if women smoke in general. Oh, right. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. wow. Just using their mouths. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. We always have to check. It's rocky. <laughs> Obviously, there's a delicate pH balance up there as well. So you've got to just be careful. You know, I imagine smoking would really ruin that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and probably cause a host of all kinds of other health problems. Mm. Not one to recommend. Um, Aaron, I want to talk dicks. Okay. Uh, so obviously Jim <laughs> Sterling had uh, his appendage yes. extended. Thoughts? My, my thoughts were <laughs> that when it was kind of likened to a pastry, probably not a good sign to mm. therefore continue with that. Mm. Often, you know, I think when people have things like a phalloplasty done, the skin is very sensitive. It needs time to heal, time to recover. Um, it can't have done any good to immediately have sex when that no. was done. No. And let's not even talk about the blue semen. Yeah. Is that possible? Well, do you get like funky colours of semen ever? Um, you can get funky colours of discharge, um, but that's Keep not talking. quite the same. Oh. <laughs> Aaron, you must be great at a dinner party. <laughs> Did somebody just say funky colours of discharge? No? <laughs> just me? Gravy, anyone? Um, have you seen one, a penis? I would say extension, but it wasn't just extended. It was sort of like accessorised, wasn't it? It was just like kind of strangely, <laughs> yeah. strangely added to. Yeah, I'm not sure those exist in real life right. in quite the way that Marco Rodriguez's work is represented. Is he known in your industry? I mean, oh, is he... absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Watch so out for this man. Here. <laughs> oh, is that that shorthand for a botched oh, job? Yes. Is it right? Okay. <laughs> Um, no, I don't get to see very many of those. Um, and if I did, I don't imagine there'd be very many situations like that. Sure. Um, I love the phrase, don't get to. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> this aren't enough hours in the day, James. <laughs> a question really from the listeners for you, Aaron, that doesn't come directly from us, but I think we've absolutely thought it. Um, are there any STIs that you can contract from just not having a shower? Not really STIs from that. It might be more likely that you get other bacterial infections or yeast infections or something like that, just from kind of bad hygiene um, and some of the complications that might do. She doesn't even wee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, is that a sign of something? Not being able to wee? Um, possibly more if the wee was kind of like held back in a painful way or something like that. I think it's just signs that Belinda's actually a robot, really. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Or maybe that going to the toilet isn't the most interesting thing in a book, perhaps. Well, it depends who you ask. Well, that's true. For some people, that is a very sexy thing. <laughs> oh, no, let's not go on to that. That's coming. You no, know he's going to buy that one day. Oh, God. Water sports. No. Sorry, I forget that this is your dad yeah, every now and then. 
You forget? It's called My Dad Wrote Porn. So easy for others to forget. So hard for me. In Belinda's defence, she was once brushed down in a horse box by the Duchess. And hosed, was she? Hosed. Yeah. Um, she's had a couple of showers. She's she's washed. She's been caught in the rain. She's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's as good as a shower. And she is often licked head to toe by people. So That's also true. A cat clean, if you will. <laughs> Not so sure about the hygiene levels on that one, but... No. <laughs> Someone actually made a chart recently and emailed it us of who everyone's had sex mm. with at this point. Oh, you shared that with me. It's wonderful. It's so complicated. <laughs> and only getting more complicated as well. What struck me about it was the number of uh, partners who had repeatedly had sex with each other as well, mm. which again kind of said to me like why it was so important that they get checked yeah. in that, that sort of situation. So. And how often should you get checked? And also, does everyone get checked? No. Is there a surprising amount of people who don't go to, the, to get checked? There are, is a surprising number. So uh, we often can reach them in, in other ways. They might not come into clinic. They might be happy doing home testing. Well, Belinda's very busy, so that might... Well, she might. She may well opt to do a home test. Maybe testing. in the office you could do it. Just come to Steele's. Could you do that? Do you do uh, office visits for people? <laughs> uh, not usually, but uh, certainly if there's you a reason in an outreach thing. Steel, yeah. I don't know if you work on commission or if you get like points. But, like... If, if enough of them pledge to do a test, certainly there's outreach services that would probably go in and, and you know, do a screen for them. Just a big mass swabbing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it's what they might, might need. Yeah. So people can come to you, you can go to them. Um, how often then? Uh, if you're having as many partners as Belinda, where she might have about four in a day, mm-hmm. um, you probably want to get checked pretty regularly, you know, every couple of months, every three months or so. Really? Yeah. I think it'd be more than that. Like, uh, I think to say every week. Well, <laughs> you could do more than that. But the thing is, all the tests won't necessarily come back as um, covering. So, yeah, we don't really, you know, even for really high risk people, we don't generally recommend much more than three monthly testing. It does depend, though, on what they're kind of field is yeah, yeah. Um, just because like I said some of the tests might take a bit longer to come back um, but you know she might want to test every couple of months and that's fine uh, I'd probably recommend it to her if she was uh, receptive to the idea do you do a loyalty <laughs> card or a gold card uh, some clinics do actually have schemes whereby they fast track people obviously oh, if, wow. um, you know if there's a reason why by they may need to be seen more regularly then they might do. That would be her. She'd be like, when they're like, we welcome all our EasyJet Plus passengers <laughs> <Yeah>. on board. <laughs> one be... world. <laughs> yeah, it shows how we travel. Yeah, I was just like, one world here, <laughs> EasyJet Plus. Oh, yeah, cool. It's like speedy boarding, James. It's great. Honestly, it gets you right on the plane. Sexual health speedy boarding. That's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. Stealing this idea. Yeah, you can have that. What do you think us three are like on the podcast? Do you think we're total prudes? Because everyone else always says we're like total prudes. And we're not very knowledgeable. Um, I think, yeah, most people probably aren't are probably the same I don't think you know your own views are completely different to that of people that I see on a daily basis okay. that can make you feel a bit better about it yeah that is a relief who wanted you to tell him he was a stud <laughs> <laughs> James I've worked in the industry for a long time and I've never heard anybody speak so knowledgeably about sex before <laughs> what the least informed. one thing you might like to know actually is yes. that there are other people who are equally as uninformed about vaginas um, oh good and actually a lot of those people have vaginas <laughs> I've found <laughs> what I've had numerous really? conversations with people about that they don't pee out of their vagina and that struck me as something I didn't think I'd be saying to people with what? vaginas what and do you mean? sexual health um, a lot of people have just kind of been surprised to hear that they don't pee from it that there's a separate hole. thank you <laughs> thank you Aaron thank you <laughs> vindication there so do you think Aaron and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth here but do you think Rocky is actually teaching people about sex 
I mean, is he our best hope for sexual education in this country? <laughs> well, I think Rocky's enlightened in ways that we didn't realise. Um, you know, he's he's obviously very open-minded about certain parts of sex, and I think that you know, actually, sorry about that, James. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. But I think, uh, as with everything he poses, it kind of generates interesting discussion <laughs> that he almost kind of anticipated happening. <laughs> Doesn't he kind of look back at these things with a sense of like? You thought I wasn't onto something. Yeah, kind of. And I think, you know... He's trolling us, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. basically. (laughs) And what we're realising is that through his books, everyone's kind of talking more openly and freely about sexuality, which is something that we never really intended, but has been a great byproduct of us reading my dad's porn. Absolutely. And if that can kind of, you know, affect loads of people in a positive way and make them more informed or at least make them seek out that information, then... Rocky's done a good thing. So would you say he's our saviour? Did I hear you say the word saviour? <laughs> Modern Jesus, I think. Said I have to go now. <laughs> oh, we all have to go. But Aaron, thank you so, so much for swinging by. It's very, I feel very learned now, very informative. This is the most smartest the podcast has ever been. Is that a phrase? Oh, God, the most smartest. <laughs> You've destroyed the Bringing sentiment it down in the way that you delivered it, but sure. It is the most smartest, yes. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much. Aaron, do you do you screen us now? Uh, if you want to, <laughs> brought some swabs with me. Alan. You brought oh, some swabs, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm only in it for the free test. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.